Welcome in to News and Views with Tom Lamprecht. The stories you've heard and the ones you need to hear. Samuel Bankman-Fried, FTX's founder. This is old-fashioned embezzlement. This is one of the biggest financial frauds in American history. We're going to continue the work ahead, I promise you. Let me sign the Respect for Marriage Act in the law. What we're seeing in the Apostle area, for example. Secretary Mayorkas thinks the border is secure. This is such a huge crisis. Your life, your values, your voice. This is News and Views with Tom Lamprecht on Talk 96.3 and 103.7. All right, welcome in. News and Views for a Wednesday. And uh, as always, we've got a, a pile of stories. We'll get to as many as we can. The Federal Reserve today raised its benchmark interest rate to the highest level in 15 years, indicating that the fight against inflation is not over yet, despite some promising signs of late. Keeping with expectations, the rate-setting Federal Open Market Committee voted to boost the overnight borrowing rate a half a percentage point to a target between 4.25 and 4.5. The markets immediately, in fact, the markets were up until this was announced, and uh, they were up a couple hundred points. They finished down today 142 points, so a pretty big swing. S&P was down 25 points. Uh, The Nasdaq down almost 86 so uh, inflation, they're trying to get it under control. Uh, the the big negative on the stock market was uh, apparently the notes that came out along with the hike was such that uh, it's probably going to be 2024 before there's any chance that you could see a lowering of interest rates. So it looks like for the time being, interest rates are uh, continuing to go up. We don't know how long it will be before they come back down. But again, they're talking about 2024. There is uh, interesting things afoot up at the Washington Post. You know, The theme of today's program is the thinking American public. Now, I, I know there's a percentage of progressives. There are a percentage of wokes. Uh, I think it's a lot smaller than what you would think if you look at the mainstream media. But the bottom line is the American public is not purchasing. They're not lining up to purchase the manure that the mainstream media and the progressives are trying to sell. Exhibit number one, did you know that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez came out with a film? I don't know if she... I'm not sure how involved in it she was. She didn't produce it, but somehow she was tied to it and she was promoting it. It's a new climate change documentary. Oh, that's uh, that's exciting. Uh, It debuted in movie theaters. 120 movie theaters. 120 screens across the nation. Total gross revenue. (laughs) Total sales at 120 tickets, (laughs) $10,000. That's less than $80 a theater. Uh, People aren't buying it. They're not interested. They're tired of the propaganda you're trying to shove down our throats. I mean, even when you go to the movies to look at something that you think is entertainment, the lefties in Hollywood Nine times out of ten, they've got some message they're trying to shove down your throat. If you can find a movie out of Hollywood, and of course a lot of movies aren't in Hollywood anymore, but a, a movie, a major theatrical production, and uh, you're, you're, and it, they don't have 
some subliminal message there of, of leftist ideology they're trying to shove down your throat, it, it might be a movie worth watching. But unfortunately, nine out of ten movies, they're trying to shove something down your throat. And <laughs> Alex Ocasio-Cortez, apparently you're not going to be uh, very successful in the movie business. How did how did she con 120 theaters to run this thing? That's what I'd like to know. I mean, come on. 120 theaters line up to run a documentary on climate change that has the stamp of approval of AOC. To the End was the name of the film. If you're looking online, there's – I guess she must have been in it. Apparently the film – get a hold of this exciting storyline. Uh, it was uh, – the name of the film was To the End, filmed over four years, follows four young women activists as they attempt to pass sweeping climate change legislation in Congress. So that's what's what they're not buying out of Hollywood. The Daily Wire is reporting today that up at the Washington Post, there was an announcement that a number of people at the Washington Post were going to be laid off. They're trying to reconfigure the paper's operation. They lost $70 million in revenue this year down 15% from the year before, which they lost revenue the year before. The outlet will conduct targeted layoffs. They're saying now it would just be in the single digits, less than 10% of their staff. Beginning next year, Washington Post CEO Fred Ryan informed employees at a heated town hall today, according to the report from CNN. He told staff that the company cannot keep spending on initiatives that no longer align with readers' interest. Uh, That is a fancy way of saying the woke garbage that we are trying to peddle, nobody's buying it. (laughs) The reason why revenue is down is because readership is down. The reason why readership is down is because you got a bunch of woke journalist up there for the most part i'm I'm, i know they've got a couple of conservatives on there you you see them on the uh all-star panel on fox news every now and then but but, i mean they're the exception they're not the rule the rule is it's full of liberal journalists and the american people and even the people in washington dc apparently aren't buying it Washington Post Chief Communications Officer Katie Braid confirmed to CNN the outlet will cut positions next year. We're planning to direct our resources and invest in coverage, products, and people service of providing high value to our subscriber and new audiences, she said. As a result, a new uh, a number of positions will be eliminated, blah, blah, blah. Uh, listen, the American public, again, is refusing to purchase this manure. The left is telling us, come purchase this manure. This is not manure. This is great stuff. This is filet mignon. (laughs) Come on, line up and buy it. We've got great information. Hey, we've got great medicine. Listen, listen to the CDC. And who's pushing the CDC? Outlets like the Washington Post. We've got great entertainment. The New York Times, uh, uh, this uh, film that AOC was pushing, the New York Times wrote... um, 
Representative Ocasio-Cortez offers the best on-screen antidote to despair. She's funny, a canny political strategy. This according to the New York Times. Uh, New York Times, Washington Post, birds of a feather. People are not buying it. By the way, I've got a story here in the pile. You know, when, when political correctness first came out, I can remember very clearly, you know, the first time I heard the term and what political correctness was and how you had, had the right terminology. And if you didn't, you were, you know, you were, you were going against the upcoming tide. People didn't believe in political correctness then. Now, people have conformed because they're cowards. But uh, people don't believe political correctness. They look at it and say, come on. I I mean, you know, there's certain things that you used to be able to laugh at that was a joke, and people all got it, and they all laughed. Even even the butt of the – the person that was the butt of the joke would would laugh. But now, oh, no, we're horrified at that. People don't – but people don't – in their heart of hearts, people aren't buying into political correctness. Now – now and I've got a I've got a story in the pile. We'll get to it in a little bit. Because people aren't buying it, they're actually sending people to jail if you don't conform to their ideology. I, and you don't believe me? Well, hey, what's what's going on up in Washington D.C. with these people that are still in jail over the January sixth boondoggle? And you say, well, yeah, they broke the law. Well, why are they in jail and the people that burned down cities in 2020 never have been even arrested? But there's there's more more stories that are, are right along this theme. But uh, people at the Washington Post, they're all, uh, they can't understand why they're being let go. Did you not have the ability to, to, to real – I mean, you look at the conservative publications that are out there, some of which have just been born in the last couple of years, and they're doing just fine, thank you very much. And yet, you look at who dominates cable news year after year. It's not a fluke. Year after year after year, Fox News dominates the ratings. I mean, they're like fourfold over CNN, twofold over MSNBC. People are not buying the liberal garbage. And listen, the the good news is it's got to be driving these liberals nuts. But they're like a little child. They're throwing a temper tantrum. How dare you fire us? What do you mean you're going to fire us? Don't you know we are here peddling their gospel? Speaking of uh, social media... Just the News is reporting the Securities and Exchange Commission today announced charges against eight social media influencers. What the agency said was a coordinated effort to manipulate stocks via multiple Internet platforms. The agency said in a press release those charged were involved in a $100 million security fraud, which they used social media platforms Twitter and Discord to manipulate exchange-traded stocks. Apparently, there were other platforms as well. What they did is they these people would – I don't know if they, they purchased bots or what, but the, these individuals would go on these platforms and sell themselves as stock market gurus. And they would go in and they would get enough followers. They, in some cases, have thousands of followers. 
And they would say, hey, I'm going to, I, I really think stock ABC is a tremendous buy. You need to go out and buy it. Now, these people that were doing this manipulation, they had already purchased the ABC stock. They had it in their portfolio. They bought a lot of it, or they bought, or they bought uh, options in it. They'd go on these platforms and they said, hey, buy this stock and hold it. This is a great stock. And as soon as they got enough suckers to go in and buy this stock and follow their, their advice, their lead, they'd turn around when the price got high enough, they'd turn around and sell their stock and make a big profit. And apparently there's a number of them doing this. And for a while, they got away with it. But as always, when people do this, just like FTX, they get somehow they think they're immune. You know, they, they cheat the system. They break the law. They get away with it. And they continue. Anyway, they, they abused it. And guess what? They got caught. And now they're going to jail. But here's the big question. This is why I bring up this story. All we heard from Twitter when they were censoring conservatives when they're censoring republicans we were told that they're they're on a mission to eliminate misinformation if you said anything about bad about the covid vaccine you were eliminated if you said anything bad about hunter biden's laptop or or anything truthful about hunter biden's laptop you were eliminated if you're for trump you were eliminated if you're conservative you're eliminated they're going to censor you But here's an option. Here's a situation where they actually could, they would have been applauded had they eliminated this misinformation. But they were so busy censoring conservatives that they they weren't looking for things like this. I mean, here's fraud going on, and they they never got involved in that. Fraud going on, they never got involved in it. I mean, this was true misinformation that indeed people were breaking the law and if you were if you weren't so busy peddling your bs about how you were censoring misinformation to protect the american public from people like donald trump and other conservatives maybe you could have picked up on this nah totally missed it hey we got to take a time out lots more to talk about stay with us love to hear from you 5618255 lots more to talk about we'll be right back Meanwhile, on Santa's Twitter... Hey, Santa, can I get a new laptop for Christmas? At Hunter Biden. You're just like Trump, a fat old white guy who wears a red hat. At Nancy Pelosi. On our Twitter, get the latest news all holiday season. We see you when you're sleeping. We also plan to seize copies of your list. At the FBI. At (laughs) News and Views. On Talk 96.3 and 103.7. All right. Uh, taking a quick look at your weather forecast. Rain showers begin tonight. Uh, it will turn into a steady rain overnight, a low of 41. No snow tonight. Chance of rain tonight, 90%. Tomorrow, again, 90% chance of rain. We could see uh, between tonight and tomorrow, probably close to an inch of rain. Tomorrow's high is 66. Cloudy skies tomorrow night, low of 40. Friday, the sun comes back out, a high near 55. Friday night, a low of forty of uh, thirty six. So chilly on Friday night and uh, partly cloudy skies. All in all, not a bad looking weekend coming up either. High in the fifties on Saturday, in the forties on Sunday, with lots of sunshine. So before we took the break, I was talking about um, Twitter and how they dropped the ball. Uh, GOP Florida Representative Greg Stubbe said today that when Jack Dorsey was CEO of Twitter, 
He committed a felony by lying to Congress when testifying under oath that the social media company was not outright censoring content or uh, covertly uh, limiting it by process known as shadow banning. Uh, In my opinion, he lied to Congress, which is a felony and offense, Stubbe said on the John Solomon Report. If Michael Cohen's of the world, remember Michael Cohen was Donald Trump's attorney. He lied to Congress and he went to jail for it. Now, again, if you're a conservative, you, you, you do go to jail for things. If you're a conservative and you're involved in the Trump January 6th rally, regardless of whether you went to the Capitol or not, we're going to investigate you, possibly arrest you, bring you before charges uh, because you're conservative. But again, if you're a liberal and you go down and burn down a city in Portland, Oregon, or wherever you want to go and burn it down because of uh, what happened uh, in the summer of 2020, eh, that's fine. Uh, Social media is being rigged to censor conservatives. Is that true or false? Pennsylvania GOP Mike Doyle asked uh, Dorsey back in 2018. Dorsey said no. Are you censoring people, Doyle said. um, uh, Dorsey said no. Twitter shadow banning prominent Republicans. Is that true, Doyle asked. Dorsey again said no. Now, all these Twitter files have been released and pretty much proves that Jack Dorsey lied to Congress. Do you think he will actually go to jail? Unfortunately, that answer very well might be no. Town Hall (laughs) highlighted one of Joe's, Cousin Eddie's, uh, marvelous statements, another bizarre bizarre statement by Joe with no evidence. This is, uh, is cut one, Clark. This is uh, him at the signing of the Respect for Marriage Law. Justice Thomas went even further, and he wrote the following quote. We should reconsider all the court's substantive due process presidents, including Griswold, Lawrence, Obergefell. That means he thinks we should reconsider whether you got the right access to to contraception. And yes, we should reconsider whether you have the right to marry who you love. And that's not only the challenge ahead. When a person can be married in the morning and thrown out of a restaurant for being gay in the afternoon, this is still wrong. So Joe says we can't be a country where people are thrown out of restaurants just for being gay. Now, Joe, I've been doing this story going on, uh, doing doing this program, News and Views, going on 14 years. And I can honestly say in 14 years, I do not recall one story. And I've I've done over 14 years, thousands of stories. I cannot recall one story of gays getting tossed out of restaurants. Can't, do not recall one story. Not saying that there wasn't one, but I, I in all honesty, and that, that's an honest statement. I'm not, not fudging anything. I do not recall one story of any gays getting tossed out of restaurants. It's not a real thing, Joe. However, <laughs> however, I've got several stories. In fact, one from just last week where conservatives, Republicans, are being thrown out of restaurants just for being Republicans. Remember back in 2018, Maxine Waters called. She publicly called for Democrats to create a crowd whenever they see a Trump administration official at a restaurant or a shopping mall 
tell them they're not welcome there anymore. She publicly called for it. The same year, remember Sarah Huckabee Sanders took her uh, her staff to a Lexington, Virginia restaurant. The owner asked her to leave because she worked for the Trump administration. Ted Cruz and his wife were heckled out of a restaurant in Washington, D.C. Just last week, this is just last week, the president of a conservative Christian advocacy group whose members were denied service at a Richmond restaurant. Uh, we were certainly shocked when this happened. Uh, they had this is the Family Foundation of Virginia, conservative organization. Um, it's stunning. It doesn't feel like uh, Christians or conservatives can eat here anymore. She added. Apparently, they had they had a reservation. We're going to come in and sit down, and when they got there, they said, no, I'm sorry, we had to cancel your reservation. Can't make it up. And what's interesting about this, Joe lies about, you know, oh, we can't be a country where people are throwing our restaurants just for being gay. That doesn't happen. In fact, if it did happen, the vast majority of conservatives would stand up against it, saying that's not right. What's interesting about this, though, the Democrats brag about it. I mean, Maxine Waters comes out and she brags about it. She's instructing people publicly and made the news. You can go online and Google it and watch the video of her saying it today. But this kind of blatant mistreatment for uh, conservatives and Christians not being served in restaurants, they brag about it. The liberals laugh at it. They think it's great. Five six one eight two five five. Robert in Cove City. Hey, Robert. What's going on, Tom? You doing all right? Been a long time. Hanging in there, you, Robert. How are you, I, sir? I thought I thought you wasn't taking no more calls than all. I've been trying to get in, in touch with you. Well, here you are. Welcome <laughs> in. Ain't that the truth? You know, it, it, it's 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 uh it's surprising you talk about this because I was talking about this with a coworker today. That you know they they talk about. You know, with Twitter and all like that, and they're booing Elon Musk about the hate speech stuff that, you know, he's going to allow up there. But, isn't, it interesting, know, it, it, isn't it interesting how they always accuse conservatives of what they're yeah. actually doing? Well, it, and again, like like I said, you know, they, they always love labeling stuff, you know, when they say you can't label love, what well, you can't. You, you know, just because you don't like it doesn't make it hate speech. Okay, you know, I... It's like somebody said, I will defend your right to say whatever. Even even Reverend uh, Wright, there, with all the stuff that he says, you know, when I was in the military, I, I would defend his right to say whatever he wants to because he's got the freedom of speech. Good point. But, but here's the thing right here is just because I don't like it doesn't mean that I label it as hate speech. He's probably got some hatred in that speech, just like a white supremacist would have hate in his speech. But just like you said, Maxine Waters get over there and just downright says go after him, go yeah, after him. Yeah. But yet yet they don't they don't recall that inciting a riot, which that is. But yet they're trying to get Donald Trump for inciting a riot Bingo. for January sixth. Bingo. So yeah. Yeah, good point. And uh, it is uh, the the double standard and hypocrisy is uh, mind mind blowing. But 
Again, I don't. You know, I, I think the majority of American thinking people see right through it. And, oh yeah, uh, yeah. As yeah. as frustrating as it is, they're overplaying their hand, and I think it's going to blow up in their face. Robert, well, good call. I, I think there was a Hispanic guy I got him in says that you, they're listening to twenty five people and not listening to the two hundred and fifty that really didn't say nothing. Yep. Yep, the silent majority, as Jerry yeah. Fall used to say. Hey, good call, yeah. Robert. Thanks. Good to hear right. from you. Have a great Christmas. Good to hear you. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Thank you, sir. To the uh, end of what um, Robert was talking about, going to jail for, quote, hate speech, a woman in Norway is facing up to three years in prison on criminal hate speech charges because she said that a man cannot be a lesbian. Uh, Tojan Javan, a lesbian filmmaker and actress, was informed on November the 17th that she was under investigation for speaking out against prominent Norwegian activist Christine Gentoff on Facebook. Gentoff is a transgender female, a biological male that uh, often refers to herself as a lesbian mother. Gentoff previously accused another woman, Christine Ellingson, of transphobia for a similar claim. Ellingson, also under investigation, faces three years in jail if if not found guilty. The post on Javon's Facebook page is under investigation. Quote, it's just impossible for men to become a lesbian as it is for men to become pregnant. Men are men regardless of their sexual fetuses. You know what's interesting about this is there's now this conflict between feminists, biological female lesbians, and biological male transgenders. (laughs) Who's going to win it? Uh, by the way, it gets even more bizarre. So, but these two women very well might might end up in jail. Um, it gets more bizarre. Just the news came out with an article today, and, and, and this is this is just beyond the pale. I mean, this is what. Remember when you were in high school and college, and you say, ah, "I don't know what the definition. You know, what does that word mean?" Your your dad or your mom or your teacher would say, "Go look it up." Go get the Cambridge Dictionary and go look it up. Cambridge Dictionary has redefined the words man and woman, resulting in some confusion and outrage. On the Cambridge Dictionary website, the word man has two definitions. One, an adult male human being, and an adult male who lives and identifies as male, though they may have been said to have a different sex at birth. The word woman also has two definitions according to the dictionary, an adult female human being and an adult who lives and identifies as a female, though they may have said to be had a different sex at birth. (laughs) So Cambridge Dictionary now is full of lies. And we expect, I mean, we're going to have morons. We're going to have kids... You can't say go look in the Cambridge Dictionary anymore. we got to take another time out. We'll be right back.
Welcome in to News and Views with Tom Lamprecht. The stories you've heard and the ones you need to hear. Samuel Bankman-Fried, FTX's founder. This is old-fashioned embezzlement. This is one of the biggest financial frauds in American history. We're going to continue the work ahead, I promise you. Let me sign the Respect for Marriage Act in the law. What we're seeing in the Apostle area, for example. Secretary Mayorkas thinks the border is secure. This is such a huge crisis. Your life, your values, your voice. This is News and Views with Tom Lamprecht on Talk 96.3 and 103.7. All right, welcome in. News and Views for a Wednesday. And uh, as always, we've got a, a pile of stories. We'll get to as many as we can. The Federal Reserve today raised its benchmark interest rate to the highest level in 15 years, indicating that the fight against inflation is not over yet, despite some promising signs of late. Keeping with expectations, the rate-setting Federal Open Market Committee voted to boost the overnight borrowing rate a half a percentage point to a target between 4.25 and 4.5. The markets immediately, in fact, the markets were up until this was announced, and uh, they were up a couple hundred points. They finished down today 142 points, so a pretty big swing. S&P was down 25 points. Uh, The Nasdaq down almost 86 so uh, inflation, they're trying to get it under control. Uh, the the big negative on the stock market was uh, apparently the notes that came out along with the hike was such that uh, it's probably going to be 2024 before there's any chance that you could see a lowering of interest rates. So it looks like for the time being, interest rates are uh, continuing to go up. We don't know how long it will be before they come back down. But again, they're talking about 2024. There is uh, interesting things afoot up at the Washington Post. You know, The theme of today's program is the thinking American public. Now, I, I know there's a percentage of progressives. There are a percentage of wokes. Uh, I think it's a lot smaller than what you would think if you look at the mainstream media. But the bottom line is the American public is not purchasing. They're not lining up to purchase the manure that the mainstream media and the progressives are trying to sell. Exhibit number one, did you know that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez came out with a film? I don't know if she... I, I'm not sure how involved in it she was. She didn't produce it, but somehow she was tied to it and she was promoting it. It's a new climate change documentary. Oh, there's, uh, that's exciting. Uh, it debuted in movie theaters, 120 movie theaters, 120 screens across the nation. Total gross revenue. <laughs> Total sales at 120 tickets, $10,000. <laughs> That's less than $80 a theater. Uh, people aren't buying it. They're not interested. They're tired of the propaganda you're trying to shove down our throats. I mean, even when you go to the movies to look at something that you think is entertainment, the lefties in Hollywood Nine times out of ten, they've got some message they're trying to shove down your throat. If you can find a movie out of Hollywood, and of course a lot of movies aren't in Hollywood anymore, but a a movie, a major theatrical production, and uh, and they don't have 
some subliminal message there of, of leftist ideology they're trying to shove down your throat, it, it might be a movie worth watching. But unfortunately, nine out of ten movies, they're trying to shove something down your throat. And <laughs> Alex Ocasio-Cortez, apparently you're not going to be uh, very successful in the movie business. How did how did she con 120 theaters to run this thing? That's what I'd like to know. I mean, come on. 120 theaters line up to run a documentary on climate change that has the stamp of approval of AOC. To the End was the name of the film. If you're looking online, there's – I guess she must have been in it. Apparently the film – get a hold of this exciting storyline. Uh, it was uh, – the name of the film was To the End, filmed over four years, follows four young women activists as they attempt to pass sweeping climate change legislation in Congress. So that, that's what's what they're not buying out of Hollywood. The Daily Wire is reporting today that up at the Washington Post, there was an announcement that a number of people at the Washington Post were going to be laid off. They're trying to reconfigure the paper's operation. They lost $70 million in revenue this year down 15% from the year before, which they lost revenue the year before. The outlet will conduct targeted layoffs. They're saying now it'll just be in the single digits, less than 10% of their staff, beginning next year. Washington Post CEO Fred Ryan informed employees at a heated town hall today, according to the report from CNN. He told staff that the company cannot keep spending on initiatives that no longer align with readers' interest. Uh, That is a fancy way of saying the woke garbage that we are trying to peddle, nobody's buying it. (laughs) The reason why revenue is down is because readership is down. The reason why readership is down is because you got a bunch of woke journalists up there. For the most part, I know they've got a couple of conservatives on there. You you see them on the... uh, all-star panel on Fox News every now and then. But, but, I mean, they're the exception. They're not the rule. The rule is it's full of liberal journalists. And the American people, and even the people in Washington, D.C., apparently, aren't buying it. Washington Post Chief Communications Officer Katie Braid confirmed to CNN the outlet will cut positions next year. We're planning to direct our resources and invest in coverage, products, and people service of providing high value to our subscriber and new audiences, she said. As a result, a new uh, a number of positions will be eliminated, blah, blah, blah. Uh, listen, the American public, again, is refusing to purchase this manure. The left is telling us, come purchase this manure. This is not manure. This is great stuff. This is filet mignon. <laughs> come on, line up and buy it. We've got great information. Hey, we've got great medicine. Listen, listen to the CDC. And who's pushing the CDC? Outlets like the Washington Post. We got great entertainment. The New York Times, uh, uh, this uh, film that AOC was pushing, the New York Times wrote, um, 
Representative Ocasio-Cortez offers the best on-screen antidote to despair. She's funny, a canny political strategy. This according to the New York Times. Uh, New York Times, Washington Post, birds of a feather. People are not buying it. By the way, I've got a story here in the pile. You know, when, when political correctness first came out, I can remember very clearly, you know, the first time I heard the term and what political correctness was and how you had the right terminology. And if you didn't, you were, you know, you were, you were going against the upcoming tide. People didn't believe in political correctness then. Now, people have conformed because they're cowards, but uh, people don't believe political correctness. They look at it and say, come on. I mean, you know, there's certain things that you used to be able to laugh at that was a joke, and people all got it, and they all laughed. Even even the butt of the the, the person that was the butt of the joke would would laugh. But now, oh no, we're horrified at that. People don't, but people don't, in their heart of hearts, people aren't buying into political correctness. Now, now, and I've got a I've got a story in the pile. We'll get to it in a little bit. Because people aren't buying it. They're actually sending people to jail if you don't conform to their ideology. And you don't believe me? Well, hey, what's what's going on up in Washington, D.C. with these people that are still in jail over the January 6th boondoggle? And you say, well, yeah, they broke the law. Well, why are they in jail and the people that burned down cities in 2020 never have been even arrested? But there's there's more more stories that are, are right along this theme. But uh, people at the Washington Post they're all, uh, they can't understand why they're being let go. Did you not have the ability to 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 real? I mean, you look at the conservative publications that are out there. Some of which have just been born in the last couple of years, and they're doing just fine. Thank you very much. And yet, you look at who dominates cable news. Year after year, it's not a fluke. Year after year after year, Fox News dominates the ratings. I mean, they're like fourfold over CNN, twofold over MSNBC. People are not buying the liberal garbage. And as, listen, the good news is it's got to be driving these liberals nuts. But they're like a little child. They're throwing a temper tantrum. How dare you fire us? What do you mean you're going to fire us? Don't you know we are here peddling their gospel? Speaking of uh, social media, Just the News is reporting the Securities and Exchange Commission today announced charges against eight social media influencers what the agency said was a coordinated effort to manipulate stocks via multiple Internet platforms. The agency said in a press release those charged were involved in a $100 million security fraud, which they used social media platforms Twitter and Discord to manipulate exchange-traded stocks. Apparently, there were other platforms as well. What they did is they these people would – I don't know if they, they – purchase bots or what, but these individuals would go on these platforms and sell themselves as stock market gurus. And they would go in and they would get enough followers. They, in some cases, have thousands of followers. 
And they would say, hey, I'm going to, I, I really think stock ABC is a tremendous buy. You need to go out and buy it. Now, these people that were doing this manipulation, they had already purchased the ABC stock. They had it in their portfolio. They bought a lot of it, or they bought, or they bought uh, options in it. They'd go on these platforms and they said, hey, buy this stock and hold it. This is a great stock. And as soon as they got enough suckers to go in and buy this stock and follow their, their advice, their lead, they'd turn around when the price got high enough, they'd turn around and sell their stock and make a big profit. And apparently there's a number of them doing this. And for a while, they got away with it. But as always, when people do this, just like FTX, they get somehow they think they're immune. You know, they, they cheat the system. They break the law. They get away with it. And they continue. Anyway, they, they abused it. And guess what? They got caught. And now they're going to jail. But here's the big question. This is why I bring up this story. All we heard from Twitter when they were censoring conservatives when they're censoring republicans we were told that they're they're on a mission to eliminate misinformation if you said anything about bad about the covid vaccine you were eliminated if you said anything bad about hunter biden's laptop or or anything truthful about hunter biden's laptop you were eliminated if you're for trump you were eliminated if you're conservative you're eliminated they're going to censor you But here's an option. Here's a situation where they actually could, they would have been applauded had they eliminated this misinformation. But they were so busy censoring conservatives that they they weren't looking for things like this. I mean, here's fraud going on, and they they never got involved in that. Fraud going on, they never got involved in it. I mean, this was true misinformation that indeed people were breaking the law and if you were if you weren't so busy peddling your bs about how you were censoring misinformation to protect the american public from people like donald trump and other conservatives maybe you could have picked up on this nah totally missed it hey we got to take a time out lots more to talk about stay with us love to hear from you 5618255 lots more to talk about we'll be right back Meanwhile, on Santa's Twitter, Hey, Santa, can I get a new laptop for Christmas? At Hunter Biden. You're just like Trump, a fat old white guy who wears a red hat. At Nancy Pelosi. On our Twitter, get the latest news all holiday season. We see you when you're sleeping. We also plan to seize copies of your list. At the FBI. At (laughs) News and Views on Talk 96.3 and 103.7. All right. uh, Taking a quick look at your weather forecast. Rain showers begin tonight. Uh, It will turn into a steady rain overnight, a low of 41. No snow tonight. Chance of rain tonight, 90%. Tomorrow, again, 90% chance of rain. We could see uh, between tonight and tomorrow, probably close to an inch of rain. Tomorrow's high is 66. Cloudy skies tomorrow night, a low of 40. Friday, the sun comes back out, a high near 55. Friday night, a low of forty of uh, 36, so chilly on Friday night and uh, partly cloudy skies. All in all, not a bad-looking weekend coming up either. High in the 50s on Saturday and the 40s on Sunday with lots of sunshine. So before we took the break, I was talking about um, Twitter and how they dropped the ball. Uh, GOP Florida Representative Greg Stubbe said today that when Jack Dorsey was CEO of Twitter, 
He committed a felony by lying to Congress when testifying under oath that the social media company was not outright censoring content or uh, covert, co- co- covertly uh, limiting it by process known as shadow banning. Uh, in my opinion, he lied to Congress, which is a felony and offense, Stubbe said on the John Solomon Report. If Michael Cohen's of the world, remember Michael Cohen was Donald Trump's attorney. He lied to Congress and he went to jail for it. Now, again, if you're a conservative, you, you, you do go to jail for things. If you're a conservative and you're involved in the Trump January 6th rally, regardless of whether you went to the Capitol or not, we're going to investigate you, possibly arrest you, bring you before charges uh, because you're conservative. But again, if you're a liberal and you go down and burn down a city in Portland, Oregon, or wherever you want to go and burn it down because of uh, what happened uh, in the summer of 2020, eh, that's fine. Uh, Social media is being rigged to censor conservatives. Is that true or false? Pennsylvania GOP Mike Doyle asked uh, Dorsey back in 2018. Dorsey said no. Are you censoring people, Doyle said. Dorsey, um, uh, Dorsey said no. Twitter shadow banning prominent Republicans. Is that true, Doyle asked. Dorsey again said no. Now, all these Twitter files have been released and pretty much proves that Jack Dorsey lied to Congress. Do you think he will actually go to jail? Unfortunately, that answer very well might be no. Town Hall <laughs> highlighted one of Joe's, Cousin Eddie's, uh, marvelous statements, another bizarre, bizarre statement by Joe with no evidence. This is uh, it's cut one, Clark. This is uh, him at the signing of the Respect for Marriage Law. Justice Thomas went either, even further, and he wrote the following quote. We should reconsider all the court's substantive due process presidents, including Griswold, Lawrence, Obergefell, that means he thinks we should reconsider whether you got the right access to to contraception. And yes, we should reconsider whether you have the right to marry who you love. And that's not only the challenge ahead. When a person can be married in the morning and thrown out of a restaurant for being gay in the afternoon, this is still wrong. So Joe says we can't be a country where people are thrown out of restaurants just for being gay. Now, Joe, I've been doing this story going on for uh, doing, doing this program, News and Views, going on 14 years. And I can honestly say in 14 years, I do not recall one story. And I, I've gone I've done over 14 years, thousands of stories. I cannot recall one story of gays getting tossed out of restaurants. Can't, do not recall one story. Not saying that there wasn't one, but I, I in all honesty, and that, that's an honest statement. I'm not, not fudging anything. I do not recall one story of any gays getting tossed out of restaurants. It's not a real thing, Joe. However, <laughs> however, I've got several stories. In fact, one from just last week where conservatives, Republicans, are being thrown out of restaurants just for being Republicans. Remember back in 2018, Maxine Waters called, she publicly called for Democrats to create a crowd whenever they see a Trump administration official at a restaurant or a shopping mall 
tell them they're not welcome there anymore. She publicly called for it. The same year, remember Sarah Huckabee Sanders took her uh, her staff to a Lexington, Virginia restaurant. The owner asked her to leave because she worked for the Trump administration. Ted Cruz and his wife were heckled out of a restaurant in Washington, D.C. Just last week, this is just last week, the president of a conservative Christian advocacy group whose members were denied service at a Richmond restaurant, uh, we were certainly shocked when this happened. Uh, they had This is the Family Foundation of Virginia, conservative organization, um, it's stunning. It doesn't feel like uh, Christians or conservatives can eat here anymore, she added. Apparently, they had they had a reservation. We're going to come in and sit down, and when they got there, they said, no, I'm sorry, we had to cancel your reservation. Can't make it up. And what's interesting about this, Joe lies about, you know, oh, we can't be a country where people are throwing to restaurants just for being gay. That doesn't happen. In fact, if it did happen, the vast majority of conservatives would stand up against it, saying that's not right. What's interesting about this, though, the Democrats brag about it. I mean, Maxine Waters comes out and she brags about it. She's instructing people publicly and made the news. You can go online and Google it and watch the video of her saying it today. But this kind of blatant mistreatment for... Uh, conservatives and Christians not being served in restaurants, they brag about it. The liberals laugh at it. They think it's great. Five six one eight two five five. Robert in Cove City. Hey, Robert. What's going on, Tom? You doing all right? Been a long time. Hanging in there, you, Robert. How are you, sir? I thought I thought you wasn't taking no more calls than all. I've been trying to get in, in touch with you. Well, here you are. Welcome <laughs> in. Ain't that the truth? You know, it, it, it's 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 uh it's surprising you talk about this because I was talking about this with a coworker today. That you know they they talk about you know with Twitter and all like that, and they booing Elon Musk about the hate speech stuff that you know he's going to allow up there. But, isn't it interesting? Know, it, it, isn't it interesting how they always accuse conservatives of what they're yeah. actually doing? Well, it, and again, like like I said, you know, they they always love labeling stuff, you know. You know and they say you can't label love what you can't. You, you know, just because you don't like it doesn't make it hate speech. Okay, you know, I, it's like somebody said, "I will defend your right to say whatever." Even even Reverend uh, Wright there. With all the stuff that he says, you know, when I was in the military, I I would defend his right to say whatever he wants to because he's got the freedom of speech. Good point. But but here's the thing right here is just because I don't like it doesn't mean that I label it as hate speech. He's probably got some hatred in that speech, just like a white supremacist would have hate in his speech. But just like you said, Maxine Waters get over there and just downright says go after them, go yeah, after them. But yeah. yet, yet they don't they don't recall that inciting a riot, which that is. But yet they're trying to get Donald Trump for inciting a riot. Bingo. For January six. Bingo. So, yeah, yeah good point. And uh, it is uh, the the double standard and the hypocrisy is oh. uh, mind mind blowing. But 
I, again, I don't, you know, I, I think the majority of American thinking people see right through it. And, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. As, yeah. As frustrating as it is, they're overplaying their hand, and I think it's going to blow up in their face. Robert, well, good call. I, I think there was a Hispanic guy I got him in and says that you, they're listening to 25 people and not listening to the 250 that really didn't say nothing. Yep. Yep, the silent majority, so, as Jerry yeah. Fall used to say. Hey, good call, yeah. Robert. Thanks. Good to hear right. from you. Have a great Christmas. Good to hear you. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Thank you, sir. To the uh, end of what um, Robert was talking about, going to jail for, quote, hate speech, a woman in Norway is facing up to three years in prison on criminal hate speech charges because she said that a man cannot be a lesbian. Uh, to John Javon, a lesbian filmmaker and actress, was informed on November the 17th that she was under investigation for speaking out against prominent Norwegian activist Christine Gentoff on Facebook. Gentoff is a transgender female, a biological male that uh, often refers to herself as a lesbian mother. Gentoff previously accused another woman, Christine Ellingson, of transphobia for a similar claim. Ellingson, also under investigation, faces three years in jail if, jail, if not found guilty. The post on Javon's Facebook page is under investigation. Quote, it's just impossible for men to become a lesbian as it is for men to become pregnant. Men are men regardless of their sexual fetuses. You know what's interesting about this is there's now this conflict between feminists, biological female lesbians, and biological male transgenders. (laughs) Who's going to win it? Uh, by the way, it gets even more bizarre. So, but these two women very well might might end up in jail. Um, it gets more bizarre. Just the news came out with an article today, and, and, and this is this is just beyond the pale. I mean, this is what. Remember when you were in high school and college, and you say, ah, "I don't know what the definition. You know, what does that word mean?" Your your dad or your mom or your teacher would say, "Go look it up." Go get the Cambridge Dictionary and go look it up. Cambridge Dictionary has redefined the words man and woman, resulting in some confusion and outrage. On the Cambridge Dictionary website, the word man has two definitions. One, an adult male human being, and an adult male who lives and identifies as male, though they may have been said to have a different sex at birth. The word woman also has two definitions according to the dictionary, an adult female human being and an adult who lives and identifies as a female, though they may have said to be had a different sex at birth. (laughs) So Cambridge Dictionary now is full of lies. And we expect, I mean, we're going to have morons. We're going to have kids... You can't say go look in the Cambridge Dictionary anymore. we got to take another timeout. We'll be right back.
news and views. He's kind of a diva. He's absolutely fascinating. Ultimate gentleman spy. Irresistible to women, deadly to his enemies, a legend in his own time. You won't believe what he's going to say next on Talk 96.3 and 103.7. Here's Tom Lemprecht. Hey, welcome back, and uh, remember, next Monday night, it's uh, Christmas with the Embers, December 19th, 7 o'clock at the Re-Image Church. Uh, all the proceeds go to help out Operation Santa Claus. You can get your tickets online at WTIBFM. Stop by our studios, WTIBFM.com. Stop by our studios in Arlington Boulevard, or you can pick up your tickets at Telco Credit Union, our thanks to our sponsors, the Air Doctor, Hardy's, Fantastic Sam's, Greenville Utilities, Telco Credit Union, Speedy Oil Change and Auto Service, GoEco, 264 Shoes and Apparel, Greenville Toyota, Para Electronics, Southern Bank, Amera Health, Caritas, North Carolina, and Specialty FDR. We will see you next Monday night at uh, Reimage Church for Christmas with the Embers, a great Christmas show for the entire family. And uh, I do believe that uh, Santa himself will make an appearance. The Transportation Security Administration, this this will get your blood pressure up. They have spent $18.6 million. They received that special funding from your Democrat representatives who passed this um, to develop, test, and deploy non-binary screening systems. Uh, you you got to laugh or you'd cry. Uh, I mean, uh, we're bankrupt. I mean, we're financially bankrupt. The Biden administration is letting in hundreds of thousands, millions over a course of time at our southern border. Uh, just yesterday, we talked about the fact that now they want to pay for the medical insurance up in the state of Washington. And now to make the transgender non-binary population happy we're spending nearly 20 million dollars to develop test and deploy non-binary screening systems so apparently you know these screeners i mean it it basically is uh x-ray vision where they can see your anatomy and uh apparently you know when you're a man dressed up as a woman and you get a false reading they end up patting you down (laughs) This is bizarre, but you got to laugh or you cry. And so now we're spending $20 million to, to, you know, so we can take a shot of you. And there's no question whether you're a man or a woman, regardless if you're in a dress or in a pantsuit or whatever. Uh, It's just, it's, it's so ridiculous to pull your hair out. PJ media is reporting that uh, Ron DeSantis unveiled his first steps in his COVID-19 accountability plan. They had this round table yesterday. DeSantis and the panel noted that the behavior of medical boards, federal government mandates, and a legacy media funded by Big Pharma allowed the vaccine makers to profit off of mRNA technology. The governor then added that several false statements were made about the vaccines during the rollout. DeSantis referenced the claims that widespread vaccination would end COVID, that the vaccinated would not get infected, and the vaccines prevented transmission. I think people want the truth. They want accountability. So you need to have a thorough investigation into what happened with these shots, he said. We also need to get more data so we can better evaluate what actually happened. He continued in Florida, 
it is against the law to mislead or misrepresent, particularly when you're talking about the efficacy of a drug. We've just seen recently Florida got $3.2 billion through legal action against those responsible for the opioid crisis. So it's not like this is something that is unprecedented. He then announced a petition to be submitted to the Florida Supreme Court to impanel a statewide grand jury to investigate any and all wrongdoing in Florida concerning COVID-19 vaccines. DeSantis expressed confidence that the petition would be approved. Florida Surgeon General Joe Lapata made a second announcement. He said, citing a German study that conducted autopsies on individuals who died suddenly in a specified time period after receiving the vaccine, some of the individuals suffered from a atypical or subclinical myocarditis. The researchers attributed the illness to the vaccine because these individuals died at home without being diagnosed. They are not included in the data concerning heart failure. Uh, Florida will initiate a surveillance study to identify and document individuals who suffered from this vaccine side effect. Finally, DeSantis announced how Florida would keep the public health establishment honest. He cited the public health response to the George Floyd riots as evidence of corruption in the system. While open states like Florida face criticism for having breaches open, uh, I'm sorry, beaches open for over 1,000 public health experts, they said that gathering was dangerous. Yet at the same time that was going on, they were saying that the protests were more important than locking down for COVID, the George Floyd protest. Good point. No other type of protest or activity was an excuse, just those surrounding Floyd's death. If you went to play golf or you were trying to kill grandma, it's the height of absurdity, he said. And our CDC at this point, anything they put out, you just assume at this point it's not worth the paper it's printed on, DeSantis said. And so it's not serving a useful function. It's really serving to advance narratives rather than do evidence-based medicine. To combat the politicization of public health, La Plato will convene a panel of independent experts to review public health guidance on various issues. The Public Health Integrity Committee in Florida will assess recommendations and guidance related to public health, health care, and offer critical assessments of the information the CDC, the FDA provided. DeSantis discussed his plan to create this panel with other governors across the nation. You know, unfortunately, I've got a report to you, too. Just today, it was announced on Fox News, former UFC, University of Central Florida, the Knights, former player Jake Hascock has died after suffering cardiac arrest, his family said. He was 25. He was stricken while jogging in Boston on December the 6th. The former football player was given CPR, taken to the hospital, put on life support, died on December 11th. Family members wrote on social media that he also suffered brain trauma. Former coaches and teammates took to social media to share the condolences. He was a uh, native of Pittsburgh, I'm sorry, Pittsfield, Massachusetts, graduated from UF, UCF in 2021. Now, this article did not have any word on whether or not he received the COVID vaccine. But I can tell you, it is time and time and time again, you see this happening where and it might be a particular type of the uh, shot, a particular uh, dose, but uh, th- there's a lot of bad 
things happening to people that got the vaccine. Now, I'm, you know, it's it's a small percentage of the total number of people that got the vaccine, but it's still alarmingly high. And uh, again, uh, will Big Pharma get a, a get out of jail free card? Ron DeSantis has his way. They won't stay with us. We'll be right back. Back to news and views. Talk 96.3 and 103.7. Former President Donald Trump took to his Truth Social Network to uh, tease a big Thursday announcement. Trump said he will, quote, be making a major announcement tomorrow because, quote, America needs a superhero. This according to a video posted on Trump's Truth Social account. The Rumble video linked in Trump's post showing a recording of Trump promising to make an announcement, followed by a cartoon version of him in a superhero costume with laser beams piercing from his eyes. The video was set to a musical score typical of a blockbuster movie. The announcement will land one month from the day the former president launched his official 2024 presidential run at Mar-a-Lago on November the uh, 15th. Uh, America, that the, and during that November 15th, America's comeback starts right now, he said. Uh, according to polling that we have uh, talked about this week, uh, it looks like the public is a lot more interested in Ron DeSantis right now than they are in Donald Trump. And for all the folks that are out there that love Donald Trump, I'm just reporting the facts to you. Wyoming Republican Senator John Barrasso on Wednesday today demanded the Energy Department launch a probe into the security clearance process after the agency fired Sam Brenton. Brenton, considered to be the first high-ranking non-binary federal official in U.S. government history, was accused of stealing luggage twice. It is clear as day that felons should not hold security clearances, Barrasso said, according to Fox News. For months, I've been demanding answers from the Energy Department, Department of Energy, on their failed security clearance process. Secretary Jennifer Granholm has provided none. Brenton, a former nuclear waste official, was dismissed from the agency earlier this month after drawing national attention for allegedly stealing, uh, it was on video, he stole it, a suitcase worth more than $2,300, another suitcase worth more than $3,600. By the way, a uh, mugshot of uh, Sam Brenton came out and uh, surprisingly for his mugshot he didn't he was in guy's clothing didn't wear any makeup he actually looked almost normal almost hey uh, thanks for being with us we'll do it again tomorrow five o'clock and we'll play a little political trivia we'll see you then bye bye everybody all right all right all right